0: In 1911, an area of 2,366 square kilometres of the Canbury Plains, near Yass, was transferred from New South Wales to the Federal Government. From this once treeless limestone plain, a sophisticated national city has developed, Canberra, the political and administrative capital of Australia. From Mount Ainslie, the highest of the four hills surrounding the city, we get a wonderful panorama of the whole central area. And finally, our view rests on Parliament House, opened by the Duke of York in 1927. This was built as a temporary structure, but after 55 years, the permanent home of the Parliament is now being built on Capitol Hill, just behind the present building. In 1912, American architect Walter Burley Griffin won a worldwide competition to design Australia's national capital. Today, the population is 220,000, considerably more than the 25,000 planned for by Burley Griffin. Griffin planned his city around the lazy Molonglo River, which was to be dammed to form a lake, now Lake Burley Griffin. Today, this is one of the outstanding features of this beautiful city. The United States Embassy is one of that group of buildings which form an integral part of any capital. The embassies are mostly quite palatial and set in beautiful grounds, and many have adopted an architecture peculiar to their own country. The Thai Embassy is easily recognized with its characteristic style as are the embassies of Indonesia and Papua New Guinea, which follow. The Church of St John the Baptist stands from the 1840s and many of the pioneers rest in its graveyard, the earliest marked grave being 1844. The east window is one of the first stained glass windows made in Australia around the early 1870s. Canberra is well serviced with buses which sport their own unique passenger shelters, for this is a city without trams or trains. The early part of the city centre was, on today's standards, fairly conventional, but now it has been greatly extended with wide pedestrian malls, gardens and fountains. To celebrate the 50th anniversary of the city, this fountain in City Walk was a gift from the Canberra Times. In the centre of one of the malls stands the old merry-go-round which for many years used to delight children on the Esplanade at St Kilda. The civic square with its central area of water is dominated by a graceful bronze statue of Ethos which symbolises the spirit of community. At the foot of Black Mountain lies the National Botanic Gardens. Burley Griffin in his original plan envisaged a botanic gardens around the lake with plants from all over the world. Unfortunately, this plan had to be modified and the present site was chosen for the growing of Australian plants only. The first plantings were made in 1950 on what was unfenced and unwanted bushland and the gardens were officially opened in 1980. Many of those original plants, mostly eucalypts, still survive and form an attractive basis for the new plantings. The botany and horticulture of Australian plants are under study at the gardens and the aim is to grow as many species as can be successfully established in the area. Canberra is close to many idyllic picnic spots. One of the nearest, only 20 minutes' drive from the city, is Ginundera Falls on Ginundera Creek, a tributary of the Murrumbidgee. On this reserve, there are some 4.5 kilometres of nature trails, which take in some 10 scenic lookouts. Facilities are provided for barbecues, and the area is ideal for swimming and canoeing. features of Lake Burley Griffin is the Captain Cook Memorial, which consists of a spectacular water jet located in the central basin of the lake and a terrestrial globe set on the shoreline. While in the background stands the National Library. Set on Aspen Island, in the lake, is a 53 bell carillon presented to Canberra by the British government to commemorate the city's half century. Three concrete towers faced with white quartz support the bells which can be heard regularly across the lake. On the other side of the lake from the Carillion can be seen the new National Gallery, officially opened by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth in October 1982. It houses permanent exhibitions from the National Collection of Australian and International Art, while special exhibitions of limited duration are being continuously held on all aspects of art. On the lakeside forecourt is an outdoor collection of contemporary sculpture. Many of the public buildings are quite noteworthy, among which are the Institute of Anatomy and right opposite it, the Circular Academy of Science, a copper-covered concrete dome 46 meters in diameter resting on arches set in an annular pool. This stylized Byzantine building, cruciform in shape and surmounted by a vast copper dome, is Australia's National War Memorial. It attracts more visitors than any other place of interest in the national capital, more than half a million every year. On entering, you are confronted with a pool of reflection, flanked by arcaded galleries with bronze panels of the Roll of Honour containing the names of 102,000 men and women who have given their lives for their country. Opened in May 1980, after 10 years and at a cost of $16.5 million, Telecom's Black Mountain Tower is a major tourist attraction. The tower offers visitors superb views of Canberra City and its surrounds, from its observation decks and the revolving restaurant. Originally opposed by the environmentalists, it is now accepted as an elegant part of of the skyline of this unique city.